How's it going? It's a new week. New day. It's a new Wednesday. New Wednesday. I woke up this morning and had a banana attack. Banana attack? Banana attack. Get off my back, banana Banana attack. attack. Potassium Potassium overload. Yeah. Ah, That's a good one. We have a lot of songs. That we, we've we have we have a box set. I feel like it's really funny for us. I'm not sure if it's funny for other people. No, I think it is. I think yeah. it is because it's so stupid. We will release these songs, by the way, at some point. Absolutely. We have about twenty oh, voice God. memos of songs. More on older phones. That we, I mean, don't it's make infinite. any sense. No, they don't. But they are. Um, they they are us. <laughs> we did it. They are us. <laughs> they are. They are us. us. Is that the name of the record? <laughs> yes. See, that's so smart. We were, well, we were we were thinking that it would actually be a thing because it's like <laughs> we write these like kind of jazzy songs. Yeah. That the lyrics sound like they should be real lyrics, but they actually don't make any sense. Which in contemporary jazz, they is that's what it is anyway. That's like eighty-eight point like, one anyway. Put the breakfast in the nook and take your noodle to bed. It's <laughs> take like your noodle it's, to bed. It, literally, that could be a lyric. Like there was dishes in the corner and my man came home. Yeah. Tonight's the night for a red dress soiree. Oh yes, they always talk about their clothes. Yeah, that's like <laughs> clothes and dishes and, like, and men and food. Yeah, love clothes and food. The blues loves barbecue. They love talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even say anything. <laughs> is that is that what barbecue sounds like? <laughs> I really want some barbecue. I want bar. Maybe that's what we'll have for lunch today. We, we like to go and eat um, lunch sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Period. We, we barely like, eat. We like to go eat lunch after the podcast and reflect. And, about and, what uh, happened. About what happened. Last, so last week we had two guests that mm-hmm. we are um, really happy with. And so this next one that you will be listening to mm. is someone very close to me. Special. This one's, this one's dear. This is dear. This one's dear. It's my little brother, Joseph Payo. Oh. Is he still little? <laughs> no, he's like... Is he a man now? He's an actual man. He's still like, little. He looks, he looks like more of an adult than I do. And mm-hmm. He's littler than me in yeah. age. But yeah. He's married. He is. He's got a, a real job. Wait, he no, does. He just quit his real job. But he did writer. have a real one. Yeah. And he's the most responsible one between the two of us. Yeah. But we thought we'd put him on the show because he's really funny. He's one of the funniest people that we've ever met. And we don't say that lightly. We're very judgmental people. And we're surrounded by (laughs) entertainers. We are horrible. (laughs) We were at a show last night and there was this singer songwriter guy. (sighs) And I, I was having this inner dialogue with myself the whole time. I was like trying, I was like, okay, we're all artists. We're all trying. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck does mm. this suck so bad? Yeah, it was bad. But he would really, you know, he mm-hmm. did it. He did it. And he worked hard. And I think he really likes his music. I actually like him more than someone that's good that never puts themselves out there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's my way of kind of justifying level, it. Leveling the playing field because I thought he was terrible. Like, you go, you. You keep getting at it. And so when you look at him after, this, after the show, <laughs> instead of like, great job, you go, ah. Oh. <laughs> You did it. Ah. You were up there. You were up there. You sure were playing guitar. You got up. 
You got up. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> but my brother is actually one of those people that doesn't do it much, but he just started to. And it just comes naturally. It's like, fuck you, man. He's like so he doesn't even, he doesn't even talented. have to try. Yeah. It just oozes out of him. He's uh, doing stand up now, I heard. Doing a little da- yeah. dabble, dabbling in yeah, it. Yeah, he's dabbling in it. He did a open mic at Buchanan Arms in Burbank. Yep, they loved it. And it was great. We'll talk about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then um, he just did a set at uh, the three clubs and he smashed he it. He smashes it. So, but he's like, nah, I'm not we'll really, see. I don't know if I'm going to, I'm not really into it. Uh, and we'll he's catch so good. Up with him later after a couple gigs go by, but we thought we'd uh, get him good. on fresh. We want him fresh off the boat. Onto our podcast. Fulfillment. Uh, he probably has no idea. He, uh, he, he, was pro- he, he probably, well, he did. He was like, oh, I wasn't sure how to go about this. And uh, he, he had fell a good right time. in. He had a really good time. Yeah, he fell right in. Are you guys ready to hear my brother talk to us? I'd like to. Let's, let's do it. And then we'll get some barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Today, we have a special guest. We have a special guest. For, uh, the closest person to mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. Um, Besides me. I've known him his whole life. Mm-hmm. I haven't known him his whole life. You have known him his whole life. Yes, I have. Yes. I'm <laughs> trying to get it right. So, yeah, you have. You have. You definitely have. So today on the show, we have Joe Payo. Hi everyone! Hi Welcome Joe. Welcome to our show. Hi, first time, first time caller. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, long time yeah. listener. Long time, long time listener. <laughs> Actually, not a listener for at like all, four yeah. episodes. Yeah. Four episodes in, four episodes deep. Now, um, how do you know Jessica Payo, Joe Payo? Well, um, I was born. Uh huh. And she's right there. Oh, yeah, like right there. Like she was just in the room. She's right there. Was, or maybe maybe she was outside in the next room. I was outside room. and uh-huh. I was a little confused. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Because she she thought it was just the Jesse show for yeah. for a long ever. time, yeah, and then it she, wasn't. She got she had good two and a half years, and then I just you jumped in. Out. Had a good run. She had she had some issues with that. She had some issues with that. I did. She knew. She, she knew. Little, she did like the classic like regression I, childhood. I thing. had to wear she's diapers like, again. Yeah, she's like. <laughs> Like, well, if he gets to wear diipers, I have to I wear diapers. And then I'm going to cry all the time. Yeah, I'm going to eat with my fingers and <laughs> I'm, I'm going to spread stuff on the wall. I was walls. like, what is this doughy circle that they brought home? A baby boy. So a brother. So you could say that my existence was Jesse's first weird gig. It was. Yeah. It's a huge, uh, huge adjustment. Yeah, come on. It was my stage. Mm-hmm. And, and you come along. And, and he was so easy. Like, I was always yelling and crying and he was sleeping yeah, all, was the sleeping all the easy time. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> easy baby. Easy baby. Easy baby was so much better than you already. I know. <laughs> he is he is kind of the golden child. He's the golden child. He grew up to be so funny. And he's musical too. So he's whoa, whoa, fun- whoa, whoa. He's funnier and more talented <laughs> than anybody I know. And he doesn't you're you're not a professional entertainer. He's natural. He's a real natural. Yeah. I'm that's the one thing about me is I'm just really, really bad at publicizing myself. Yeah. So yeah, I, I relate to that. So it's like whenever it's like Every, like to me, it's just sometimes I'm just talking, just having a conversation. People turn to me, and they're like, you know, you should do comedy, and it does like it's mm, yeah. I don't see it because you were the sleepy baby. Because I was a sleepy baby, oh. and I still feel kind of feel like a sleepy baby. <laughs> wake up, wake up, yeah, oh, wake up, get to the sorry. improv. Where are we? <laughs> so you're probably wondering why we brought my brother on the show, and it's mostly because. <laughs> 
because <laughs> he makes us laugh harder than anybody, anybody. But he's also had a lot of interesting experiences on both the yeah. stage and behind the scenes and like the more of the industry production. side, production industry. side, writing. Um, very funny. So very funny. growing up in the family with uh, with Jesse, as I'm sure you're all familiar with, um, we just had a very artistic family. Like everybody was always trying to just kind of dive into some new form of media or new kind of performance. And for a while, I was the only person in the family that wasn't really uh, taking taking advantage of that of that creative atmosphere. I was always just like, I want to sit in the corner and play my Game Boy. <laughs> stop sing! Everyone, stop singing! Everybody no sing. harmonies. He would be like, No harmonies. No harmonies. And no they'd, harmonies. They'd be, yeah, they would be singing in the on the car trips, and they would just start singing these like these songs, like Broadway songs, and everybody would start to just Burst take a out. different part. Yeah, and I would just be sitting there like. <laughs> no, it was natural three-part harmony all the way home from Colorado to California. So, yeah, I always did make my, my family laugh, but I always thought it was just because I was the one who was left out and just, like, made the really, had the really bizarre reactions to everything. <laughs> but I remember I that, like, you know, everyone is really quick and witty in our family, so we all, like, you just had to keep up, and I remember that Joe was always trying to say something funny, and I'd be like, shut up! Like, you're not doing it. <laughs> and, and and it's like, he kind of, like, sat back and just observed and did a lot of reading and uh, uh. research, and... Uh, on you, guys? No. Yeah, I, just, I, decided, I decided I can't keep up, so I'm just gonna be, like, the intellectual. Yes, yeah. yes. I loved going, one of my favorite things to do at the time was go to the library and read the encyclopedias. Like, no! Just the, but they had, like, the, the, the more younger version the world book series uh-huh and so i would books. always go there I those. and i like this was like back in the day before the internet so it was oh how old are we but, the, uh, <laughs> but we uh yeah we just go and i just think like i just sit there and think what's an animal that i like <laughs> i like cobras so i go to book c and i look up cobras and i just read facts about cobras that's so cute and that was, Joe. What I would do. What's oh an my god! I like. <laughs> I, meanwhile, I was like screaming to Janice Joplin records in the guest house. Uh huh. Uh huh. And and doing a lot of clay work. I imagine did painting I did, and clay I did, work. I did some clay work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get your aggression out on a ball of clay. So, Joe. What, so I, you've. Uh, what have you been doing? Yeah. <laughs> what have you been doing all your life? What have I been doing? Well, I mean, what, okay. are, you doing well, what, was, <laughs> what are you doing later? What I was getting to You're is that this. eventually I kind of came around and I was able to like, just by, by observing the process of creativity, I got really interested in doing that myself. And I was still always like pretty shy. I was really shy about doing actual performance stuff for a while, like until I got to high school. Because before, the, or middle school, I think. Yeah. I think like towards the end of middle school. You started getting into but, the choir. But one of the things that also always fascinated me was like the behind the scenes stuff, the planning and getting it all together. Yeah. So techies. Um, so by the time I got into <laughs> high school, I did the whole choir scene. But I, you know, I'd be lying if I if I didn't mention that a lot of it had to do with interacting with girls, which was kind of new sure. to me. Sure, <laughs> that's how it starts. That's for how it starts for yeah, for but, all of them. But I still love the whole fools. like process of putting on shows and 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 everything like that. So when I graduated, I. Um, uh, I started kind of like going into sort of film studies and figuring because you know movies have always been a passion of mine. I wanted to see how they worked, and over the summers I would become uh, I would take on these little jobs as like a, a, a runner or mm-hmm. a uh, um, PA or PA yeah. on mm-hmm. on film sets or in, in the production offices, and that kind of led me to where I am. So yeah, so I've been um, working for the past four years in visual effects just because that's. 
it's really f- because like part of that is is figuring out the new technology and like there's a new way to do this and yeah. it's streamlined and you and I always love doing that. The only thing is that the visual effects industry has just kind of gotten weird with like high expectations. So before you'd never have TV shows that had a lot of visual effects, and now every oh, single right. TV show has yeah. visual Just effects. Stay for, for stuff that you really don't need a special of, like a yeah. visual effect for. It's stuff, yeah, it's it, and it, that's the thing is it's no longer like oh, we're creating these like magical creatures, and it's more of like. We need to the fix wardrobe person messed up on this day, and you can see this thing on her back. We yeah. need you to, to go in and paint it frame by frame to take that out. Yeah. Because yeah. we messed up. Yeah, yeah. totally. Because I still remember when I was working on set, you know, before that was just so readily available, everyone was so meticulous with the production and kind of getting it all set up and well, when we making were, sure there are no mistakes like that. Well, to like f- flash back. There, there was a show that you would watch all the time that was just specifically about special effects, oh, special yeah, movie effects. Movie magic. Movie yeah. magic. That had a lot to do with like practical effects, but it was right. also it also kind of covered the beginnings of of uh, visual effects. Yeah. And a lot of those people who were on the show transition had to transition into visual effects because practical effects get so expensive. Yeah. yeah. But the but the thing that's really great about those is you can get it looking so real and so totally. good like once and that's it. Yeah. It costs a lot of money, but then. They're like, well, you can do it with computers with some kid just out of college or somebody overseas in like Thailand or something. But it's for a lower rate, for a lower rate, who's like working for pennies. So there's less kind of like care into the actual craft. Oh, of that. totally. Yeah. Which I, if you have any listeners that are like individual effects, I, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to. Uh, <laughs> no, it's to my, I think over my dad would agree. He's a graphic designer and he's, he, yeah, he would say the same thing. It's like, God, you know, it's just not what it used to be. And they're farming out work. Like you're saying for much cheaper rates because it's going to get done quicker and it's yeah. going to be shittier. Yeah. It's not the quality is going to be lower, but it's still going to be still going to keep them competitive with yeah. other, you know, WB shows or CW. What is it now? I'm, Old. I don't, I don't know. know. What anymore. is it? Aerofling. Aerofling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a PBS. A PBS special <laughs> on Hercules. K C E T. K C E D. K C E D. Are they still a thing? I don't know. I don't know. Nobody cares about. Remember the, the K C E T store? It was like a world store. Yes. It yes. was like for like a discovery zone. I love those kind of stores. Me too. Natural fun. wonders. It's where you get those plastic things and you go, whoa, and they go big and then they get really small. And, and there's, a, there. there's like a and mist like machine the in The mist there. machine and all the dinosaur <laughs> eggs you can crack open. And you hear like thunder in the back. Do you guys want to go to the mall later and look for a discovery zone? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah no, wait, discovery sure. zone is like where you jump no. on, on, on foam. Yeah. yeah. And, and you have to have a child everywhere. with you. But you have your to have a child with you. Yeah. Yeah, I could count. Or Jesse, she's so tiny. I could be the child. So with your... With your gigs uh, here and there, what's what's a tell us a story about a time where you felt like what the fuck is happening? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'd say my most memorable one was um, absolutely my fault. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as I mentioned, I was in the I was in the show choir in high school, and um, when they did the you know the, when my choir teacher had uh, retired, uh-huh. and uh, the the um, uh, one of my uh, fellow students from when I was in choir actually took over the choir program. He became a choir teacher. And um, wow. yeah, and so, uh, but to sort of commemorate the whole transition, we decided that we were going to put on a show. So the, uh, the show that we put on every year was the, it was called the pop show. Uh-huh. And so it's where all the, all the students kind of get together and say like, I want to sing this pop song. And so they right. have to get sheet music to give to the band oh, yeah. and we audition the numbers and then big you deal get too. in. Very it's competitive. a huge deal. Yeah. And um, so it's kind of like big idea for high school yeah. kids. Mm-hmm. So this big idea was we're going to do like a sort of best of 
pop show featuring all the people who have graduated from the previous from years. The previous years, and it's like, and it was like the tribute show, the and, alumni yeah, showcase. It, yeah, exactly. And I was I was really excited to do it because like I hadn't seen a lot of my friends because I was off at college, and I was able to get together with them and you know yeah. and just sort of like yeah because it wasn't like we had to audition the numbers it was like you were specifically asked like mm-hmm. this was an important was like number this was an important one. number this was yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and so two of the numbers that I did when I was in high school were asked to be back awesome back the two show. of them two of them yeah two of them. so I one think of them I know which ones yeah <laughs> so one of them was <laughs> uh, it was a cover of a Haywood Banks song that was famous for being on the Bob and Tom show called Toast. Yes, that and was my so favorite number. It was like this toast. number where like one person like in the original, he's like drumming on a, on a, this guy's drumming on a toaster <laughs> with forks, but I was doing it like drumming on like, I was sitting on this like little black box and I was drumming with my hands. And so like my friend Chris, he was just like all around the country and coast, coast. People always say, what do you like most? I don't want to brag. I don't want to boast. And by the way, there's no music. He's like, I always tell them, I like toast. And it's just me drumming. And then I lean away from the mic and scream like, yeah, that's their only and part so, in the whole song. Yeah, that was my only part was the, doing the drumming, doing the drumming and the screaming. And, screaming. and, and, and then, we're like sitting in our PJs and everything. So like, I don't want to brag. I don't, don't want to brag. And then the other number that, that, that was asked back was um, my friends and I had, uh, I, I, the first song I'd ever learned on guitar was Blackbird mm-hmm. by the Me Beatles. Me too. I did terribly. And uh, three of my friends had gotten together to do like a uh, three-part harmony on that kind of the, in the style of but you uh, hate three-part harmony oh, I, got, <laughs> I had to learn came, to love it for the ladies <laughs> so um so we were gonna do that and i was just like okay great yeah I'm, I'm so excited the thing is like for both of those numbers i was like i could do them in my sleep uh-huh. and i don't need to pr- like we did do some practice oh but then what oh, happened I, re- I remember this so one of my friends who i hadn't seen in a long time uh-huh um we we we, st- we started hanging out at the rehearsal and and we both kind of realized because all through high school I was a good boy and I didn't do any drugs any alcohol or anything mm-hmm. like that. Until- but then I got to college <laughs> and I lost my mind and found every reason I could to drink as much as I can. I was with Joe the first time he got projectile <laughs> college Ooh. drunk. This is just a quick tangent, Ooh. but uh, he uh, he lived in a, a big communal house in. By USC, because that's where he went. And he's like, I was like, he's like, Jesse, what are you doing? Come, come here, I want to see you. And I'm like, okay. So I drove drove oh, over no. to the house, and he was outside. Just I was like, uh-oh, he's kind of swaying. Uh-huh. And he gets in the car, he goes, don't judge me. <laughs> I, t- I, t- I took a pirate shot. It's like one, two, three, four, five. Like it was basically like shot. drinking out of like a like a rose vase. Oh, like, yeah. like, I took a just f- straight vodka oh, all the way God, down. Oh, like six vodka yeah. shots, six at vodka one shots time. at once, and all he had eaten was red vines. No, that's yeah. gonna be the grossest barf. Yeah. Oh. So he's like, I give me a chicken sandwich. Oh, a chicken sandwich, and so I drove him through Wendy's. Red vines and vodka and a yeah. Wendy's chicken. So I'm driving sandwich. him through, and he doesn't feel good, and so we get out of the car. <laughs> And uh, he's, I was like, you gotta walk it off. And then he starts making fun. I'm like, march it off. And he's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. his head's bobbing I'm side to in side, place like a toy like soldier. Sides. And then, and then, <laughs> and then I, 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 he marches up to the trash can on the side and throws his head back to the sky with his mouth wide open and his eyes closed. And then just projects <laughs> red vine. Vomit everywhere. And the whole time, don't judge me. (laughs) Oh my God. And so that that was the the first time. So that was, was that before or after this, this pop show? 
Well, that was that was the first time I'd ever gotten drunk when I was with you. So it was after that yes, was this yes. pop show thing. So it's like I'd gone to more parties. I'd, I'd thought of myself as like, I'm a more experienced drinker now. Sure. I know. Like, I know my limits. I know my limits. Exactly. So um, <laughs> so on the day of the actual show, we have this like dress rehearsal right before it. We go, we run through the whole thing. It's all great. It's all perfect. Um, so I was hanging out with this one friend of mine who... Um, I used to always go to parties with, and he'd always be drinking, even though he's underage. And I was just like, I was like, oh, why would you do that? But now I was just like, <laughs> hey, guess what? I think we're on the same level now. <laughs> and so when he's uh, before the show started, uh, we had like a, this little dinner break where we can go, you know, go out and get something to eat before the show. Uh huh. And so we go to like a grocery store. We get a couple sandwiches, and then I just like look over at like the alcohol section. I was just like. Do you want to get a little something, something fun to commemorate this, uh, this Pop big, show? this big, this big show at, at a high school, at a high, at a high school. school. And so we both go and just like each like get a bottle of something. <gasps> oh God. Was it rum? I don't Were remember. Rum? I don't even remember. Cause I, oh. I was out. I took a couple sips with you yeah. outside. Yeah. Oh, rum. So oh. before, so. So we like have our little sandwiches and then we just like we, we sit sandwiches. like like out out in the, in the faculty parking lot just like doing <laughs> shots back and forth. And so then we're just like, okay, let's go in. And then we're just like, Uh-oh. what if we bring these bottles with us? Oh. And so we get it in our mind that what we want to do, because back in like in my high school, there's this one room that was pretty much just a designated rehearsal room slash trophy room uh-huh. with all these trophies from show choir. The years. Yeah. Events. And so we go in and it's just like, you know, that scene in like Return to Oz where they're like, you have to go find an emerald thing and like touch it and say Oz. Like, it's like this magical warehouse of all these different like shiny things. And it was like that. I was like, you have to go and you have to find the best, like the, the best biggest. trophy that you want. Not the, probably not the biggest one, but like the best one. <laughs> and then we have to drink out of it. Oh what? my God. I don't remember this. And so we each like got like one of the trophies and we poured like more of the bottles into it and we're just like going like back and forth. Then we were then it was, like scumps. Like we're like scumps <laughs> back and forth. While the show is going on, by the <gasps> way, the show has started and we are backstage. How far along with are you the in the trophies? lineups? What's that? Oh, we have oh, two questions they, they went once. sort of uh, chronologically. And so since I had just recently numbers? graduated, we were at the end of the show. Okay. Okay. And so we were just oh, hanging God. out and... Just, like I thought like we were kind of like spacing ourselves out really well. We were not. <laughs> oh my God. So then it comes time to like do the numbers. And so uh, do our numbers. So I go out and I do the toast one uh-huh. and it's a little sloppy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Obviously. But at the same time, it's kind of a sloppy number. So I was just, it so, kind of adds to so it. So I'm just feeling like, in, like, I feel like, Oh, oh I feel like great. Stevie Ray Vaughan right now. <laughs> like you know, just doing a speedball and running out and performing. Like, <laughs> Like, I was like, I feel like a rock star. <laughs> Banging <laughs> on like a like, plastic tub or something. Yeah, especially with like all the hot lights and the people like screaming. Because they're all people who, like a lot of people who were there were people who recently graduated and, 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 and with, had seen yeah. us and perform new. it. Yeah. And with those shows, you can do anything and people yeah. will scream. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, it's I was a little off beat, but like still kind of keeping it together. And uh-huh. I feel so good right now. <laughs> so then there's a number in between. So I like run off and I get changed in, in for, for the uh, until I do my next number. So uh, then as the number starts, I go running out and I sit down at, at, at my spot and it's like, cause the lights are down and I have my guitar in my hands and I look at my guitar and that's when I remember that when uh, I did the number in, in high school, uh-huh. my dad, I did, uh, my dad was actually like 
thought ahead really well. And he put glow tape on the neck of my guitar. For the frets. Because they won't turn the lights on until they start hearing music playing. And so they had, okay. so he put glow tape on the frets so that I would always you know, like it. in the dark, like where to start. I had taken those off since. Oh, so shit. So I'm sitting in the dark holding a guitar, <laughs> kind of swaying in my seat, looking down. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't know where to start. So I just pluck one of the strings and the lights come on and then I start playing. Oh, my God. <laughs> so then I start playing and I think I feel like it's going pretty well. And then, like, there's because you know that song has like some pretty like it's oh, not crazy an easy song um, when you're drunk. The other <laughs> thing is that when I learned to play guitar, I didn't actually play in a way of just like these are what the chords are. It uh-huh. was just like fingers go here, then they go here, sure. like like in yeah. a very sort of like one after the other sort of process. Sure. And so when I got to a point where I was lost. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what to do. So I just started just like putting my fingers down and just playing <laughs> and just plucking strings. <laughs> and I'm just like, I, I'm, I'm just looking down because it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to look at the audience and I especially don't want to look at the singers on the stage. Oh, oh God. But I can kind of see out of the corner of my eye. They're like glaring at me. Like, like what's happening? Uh, yeah. And so, um, Oh Yes. So after the performance, <laughs> I, well, then it's like, it was like cl- close towards the end. And then people were all just saying like, everyone wants to come say hi. People are saying hi. I don't remember much of that time at all. Oh, it's just know. like with the heat and like just the panic and everything like that. My blood is pumping. Yeah. And the then alcohol. it's just like forcing more of the alcohol through my system. Of course. Really fast. And, uh, oh, God. and so I remember walking like up to like one of the people who was perf- like, who was one of the singers. And I was like, I'm really sorry. She's like, you should be. Oh, and she walked shit. away. Oh, <laughs> who was that? I was, uh, I don't want to name names. You don't have to, you don't have to, you don't have to name names. You don't have to. Um, what was the response like when you were finally done? What okay. did the audience do when you well, were like finished? I thought, okay, you know what? That happened. It was over. Mm-hmm. Overall, the show yeah. was good. Yeah. I'm pretty sure like everyone will forget and, and forgive me for that. Yeah. And yeah. Move along. Um, throughout the next few months, people keep coming up to me saying like, um, it looks like you had a lot of fun on stage. And at first I was thinking like, how many people were at this show? (laughs) So it was only like a few months later that I find out from somebody who says something because that was like, no, you were not at the show. How do you know about that? Oh no, it was taped. They said this was taped and was, has been streaming on cable access. What? For the past four months or Burbank so. Cable Burbank access? Cable Access. That oh is God, the best about that. part of the story. <laughs> oh, my God. So that's why nobody forgot what it is. That is Burbank Public access. a nightmare. That's literally, that's, that's you can't write that. playing that's over so and over good. again. Because yeah. they run that shit. They do over mm-hmm. and yeah. over and over. Because it's like if they don't that's have like dogs trying to run away from like the people <laughs> at the pet shelter. <laughs> Or just like the, the the PowerPoint presentation of the, John of the High City Pancho. Council meetings, then they'll they'll show like oh my god local schools oh the local school. my god and the dr- the drunken guitar player <sighs> that just makes me so happy that that, that the was funniest. the icing on the cake right there <laughs> that's perfection that's the crazy thing because this was before iPhones and like all that stuff yeah, yeah. Like, like can you imagine if that would have happened now. Oh, God. I mean, it's, at the same time, I don't think people would care as much because so I much guess, shit is mainstream. So much, yeah. Yeah. Back then, 
you're on your city's public access that people That's do so watch. Funny. In Burbank, people did watch that channel. Oh yeah, and I was. I did. Have, the... If people didn't have cable, then it was like you know you could you could yeah. get it on like your you antenna. Access, your antenna channel six. Have, you have your yeah, dance it's recitals. One of your ten channels. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah our pop shows were on there too. Our Burbank pop High School were... pop shows. Our Christmas show is on there. I will say a, a quick weird gig. Uh huh. That involves public access. Uh huh. Um, I was in a blues band with my dad when I was in high school and I was asked to sing at the Miss Burbank pageant. <laughs> I remember that. Hosted by Debbie Reynolds I remember herself. this. Yes. <laughs> I remember. I totally remember. And I remember watching it on public access. Oh my God. Because you I had just, to sing, right? A I was just songs, singing. Or? Yeah. And, and a bunch of our, our friends like that. Or like in our Brittany grade, was in it. Uh, and Sam- Samantha. S- oh my God. Something. I don't, Emily Crawford maybe. I don't know. But that I, is so But funny. I was like, uh, I'm gonna not. I'm gonna not dr- wear a dress. I'm gonna be the sassy blues singer <laughs> in the Miss Burbank pageant. I don't need no crown. Uh-huh. But I remember that <laughs> Debbie Reynolds <laughs> winging it the whole time. Like, why did I get asked to do? This? And it would get. It would play on repeat mm-hmm. at, at the on on public Bur- access Burbank public mm-hmm. access channel six. Oh, that's gonna be somewhere. That's didn't she really like say funny. something about you? Like I see you over there, like shaking your hips. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She did. She was very sassy. She was a loop de loo. She was Rest probably in on pills. Peace, Debbie Reynolds. Poor Debbie. We love oh you. Oh my god. But I remember a lot of those. Even like a lot of the the, the girls who were in the pageant like went yeah. to her dance studio. So yeah, I think that was the connection. The reason why she was right. Yeah, there. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's so funny. Debbie Reynolds and Madeline Clark Studios were also very popular. <laughs> that is on. Yeah. Um, That's still very Magnolia. popular. Mm-hmm. 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 So. Um, that story was great. I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Man. That's pretty awesome. Did you have any like quick little like like PA experiences? I've had a few. I mean, with at the risk of sounding like you know like I'm name dropping, I had some no. interesting sort of Why like not? encounters. Please. We're in Hollywood. That's what this is about. Well, see, the thing is, is that like <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be famous. We're gonna be famous. I'm I'm not at all the kind of person who's just like I see somebody across the restaurant that I recognize from TV and run up to them and say hi. Like I'm not like yeah. that at all. I think it it. My, uh, you know, our mom uh, had 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 a lot of celebrity encounters through work and just through that, like, and, she, you know, how she just kind of maintained professionalism. Yeah. yeah. I always felt the same where it's like if I see somebody eating, it's like, OK, they're here to eat. Leave I'm them not, alone. I'm <laughs> not, they're cool. not here to be adored. Yeah. And, hey, Hank. Yeah. Sometimes they want to be. Yeah. So, I mean, a couple of little little ones. Mm-hmm. Um, th- my first job working on a film set, I was working on the Coen Brothers movie, The Lady Killers. Uh, the one with Tom Hanks that was yeah. a remake where he was just like this this southern this southern, southern gentleman, gentleman professor who's like you know leading a heist on a <laughs> riverboat casino what <laughs> yeah it, it sounds like a dream I should have um, watched this but there was um so I was working with the uh, the special effects crew, so Very as nice. opposed to visual effects, so it was all the yeah. practical, like on on You're the set. On set. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's like anytime there's like an explosion, it's like we're the people who mix like who make the, the, the dust and oh, like cool and every, anything. They, the way they said it, they said anything that has to move on its own, we're in charge of. So cool. it's like that's what they say. Like we're the, like, oh, if somebody puts something on, then it's wardrobe. If somebody picks something up, then it's a prop. prop. And if they leave it there, it's set dressing. But if anything moves mm-hmm. and it has to be caught in camera, so even when yeah. candles are flickering. Like that's, that's special, special effects. effects. Oh wow! And really? it's really kind of cool to see the, the the sort of the old Hollywood tricks that they use. Yeah. Things. Even things with like doors, like automatic doors, are just people lying on the floor, like just oh, moving totally. with their hands because totally. they don't actually have hin- <laughs> like like spring hinges. Yeah, on them. yeah. Let's go. So um, 
so we were able to set up camp in one of the sound studios uh, and uh, or the sound stages. And right next to right on the outside of the sound stage, there was like at one at one point this like silver airstream just like pulls up and just starts setting up camp there. And so that was Tom Hanks's trailer. Oh, so his, fancy! Uh, his assistant is just was just this like this like old, this elderly gentleman who would just like sit like on, in like a rocking chair and whittle. Like it was like <laughs> shut like, up. Yeah, I he was just that. amazing, and it that was his assistant. Him cooler. Yeah, totally. And so uh, because we were situated right there, we'd be able to kind of see him walking back and forth on set. So, um, <clears throat> so one of the things that the movie is uh, all about is like because they're in order to get break into the casino they're they're digging from like a basement through to like a vault so they have to create this (laughs) underground tunnel so to do that we actually had to create the dirt that Mm -hmm. they would be using to dig through so like when you see the actors like taking a pickaxe to a wall of dirt Mm -hmm. we had to create the dirt in such a way that it would crumble really well on camera so there's like little bits of moss and yeah uh, we even like mixed in like some gelatin so they'd be like really thick clumps instead of just being like just just dirt falling down yeah yeah and um it's fun. It was like mulch, a little bit of manure, some cocoa powder, some Ooh, like chocolate shit sounds dirt. good. <laughs> chocolate shit dirt. So one of the, so they would make the mixture and they would put it in this like little tiny like cement mixer and um and then they would start filling up these little boxes. So the actual tunnel itself was made out of these giant blocks of styrofoam that they cut out and oh, cool. and like painted the inside edges of it to look like it's a dirt tunnel. Mm-hmm. But then they would have like this square plug in the middle of it. That was your soil stuff? And that was what we would, what we were going to do is take these boxes of this packed down soil and just put it in there. Right. And so then when they can like, you know, start chipping just away at right it. through it. And then when you don't want to do another take, you take that take box out. out, put the other box in. Easy peasy, right? Yeah. So... That stuff had to be packed down, though. So I had to take these boxes and put them out, like, outside and just, like, line them up. And I had to take this thing. Like, it looked like the bottom of a microphone stand and just, like, keeps pounding it down into the ground. Okay. And it had to kind of bake in the sun a little bit yeah. to kind of flatten out. So I was doing that one time. I just had all these rows of this, like, of this dirt <laughs> in these chocolate. boxes. <laughs> and I'm just, like, pounding them down and, like, and sending them all out. And it's, like, the end of, like, it's, like, everyone's about to go to lunch. And so Tom Hanks just like walks by in his like fancy like white suit Mm -hmm. and he walks by and he looks at, he looks down at the, at the boxes and then he looks at me and he looks down at the boxes and he looks at me and he's like, you know, if you want to grow pot in a sound studio, in a a sound (laughs) stage, you might want to put it up in the rafters or something. (laughs) And I was just like, and then he just walked away and I was just like, okay, thanks. Thanks, Tom Hanks. Tom Tom Hanks, Hanks, you're the coolest guy ever. (laughs) Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Four cars. Joe versus Volcano. Put some bodies. Big. Burbs. We love you. Burbs. Oh, that's awesome. I love that his assistant sits and whittles. Yeah. Uh, is that the, that's not the end of the story, though. No, that was the end of the Lady that's Killer story. Oh, yeah. I love that. He just got to Man. talk to Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is funny. That's story. Man. We have a little bit of time. I kind of, a little bit of time. I would like to hear, didn't you have um, uh, uh, some kind of story from your time on the set of Beverly Hills Chihuahua <laughs> 3, which um, two gals from UCB wrote? Oh, really? Funny. Yeah, Daniel Schneider. Very and, funny. And, and Dana. Uh, oh, God. D- is there a funny... Like, were you just talking about puppy right No, it was just weird. It was just bizarre, <laughs> like, because I... Just- uh, like, I'd never actually been around, like, animal wranglers before. And just talking to them, it was... I, I don't know. Like, it was like... <laughs> 
it was like some weird like death of a salesman type thing where it's like <laughs> these people are just so into their jobs and what they do oh, and they're yeah. so serious about it like we're making this ju- so anyway Beverly Hills Chihuahua 3 was a uh, <laughs> it was a movie uh, 2000 yeah. yes, yes. Uh, it was a the way that the, the movie was set up and it, it was kind of convenient for the whole crew was that it all takes place in a hotel and uh, like on the grounds of this big hotel. And um, <laughs> and so we only had like one location to go to. And But it's the, uh, I, don't, I forget what it's called, the fancy hotel in Pasadena that's near the Langham. Huntington. The Langham, the yeah. Langham. yeah. The Langham. The Langham. The Langham. I have a weird gig so, that place. So, so I spent like two months at the Langham just like going, like just going there every day and just watching dogs. So I was on the visual, <laughs> I was on the visual effects crew. So anytime there was a scene with a dog, we had to, you know, write down all the camera data of just like, this is the kind of lens they're using. This is the focus distance. This is that. So that when we send it to the visual effects companies, they have all the information to like make a digital mouth flapping up and down for the dog or Mm -hmm. whatever animal they have. So, uh, (laughs) whatever animal, I don't care. So, so, but then, so at lunchtime, like, well, some of the people that were like the animal wranglers, they had to have a whole big team of them. Right. Because they have to make sure that each animal responds only to one person. So if you have like one, (laughs) if you have one trainer look, you know, controlling two dogs, then if he like tries to get the attention of one of them, they'll get the attention of the other one too. Right. So you have to make sure that they, they have to like do all this training up for like actual like making sure that the dog only listens to them and none of the other trainers and mm-hmm. doesn't respond to any other any other kind of commands. Mm-hmm. But just yeah. oh my god! Just overall hearing them talk about like like yeah, I was uh, supposed to be on cats and dogs too. Cats and <laughs> dogs too. Uh, you ever hear about so and so? The other guy's like, yeah, I heard about him. He's on the. He's on that Marmaduke movie. Oh, man, he's got it set for a good long while. It's just like... Is it funny, like, to hear them yell at all the dog's names? Like, peanut it, butter. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah. So, like, one of them... Dog man. So, one of them, like, the main one, his name was Rusko. And, Rusko. like, the... And the, and the trainer that was, that was uh, his handler, she's, just like, this, like, this woman who had this really sweet voice where she's just like, come here, Rusko. Come here. Rusko. Rusko, over here. Come here, Rusko. Come get a treat. And the... <laughs> And the one that was handling the 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 female one, the, her name was Angel. 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 And the Wait, guy. The trainer was Angel, or the dog. The dog, the dog was, Angel. was Angel. And the trainer would like he was just this this very kind of like you know gruff person, but like you know he gets results. Angel. But Angel. he would yeah he like in one set you just like hear just like this little like come here Risco come here Angel <laughs> Angel <laughs> Angel. So after a couple months of this, like everyone on the visual effects crew, we would just be like, just be sitting there and just go, Angel. Angel. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So it. one, one tiny quick one. You had an interaction with David Lieber Hart on the set of the Muppet movie. I just want you to tell that quickly because I think it's really funny. Uh, okay. I can't wait. So, so I was, uh, well, for those who don't know who David, David Lebo Hart is, uh, we're big fans of the Tim and Eric show yes. and they, they brought David into their cast Clan. of characters. Who, you know, you can see him singing in front Phones of like, Phones off. That's oh the God, second time I, I told you guys to turn, you know, Oh, that was, you mine. can see him, um, like singing in front of the Hollywood bowl with his, dog putt puts and what it's very strange so anyway 
Take it away, Joe. <laughs> okay. Well, um, so the sort of, I guess it was like a reboot, the Muppets reboot movie with uh, oh, yeah. with Jason Siegel and Amy mm-hmm. Adams. Um, I was hired onto that to be part of the editorial crew just to kind of bus like footage back and forth between set and the editors because they were doing reshoots on like certain parts of it. So it was like the very tail end, like they've, they'd already finished most of it, but, mm-hmm. but they were just like doing some, some little tweaks, but it, it was a good like three weeks working on that. And um, w- they were doing something with, like, the big finale at the end where they're out in front of the El Capitan Theater mm-hmm. on Hollywood Highland. And uh, it's this big number with the giant crane shot, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like an old classic Hollywood musical. And so, of course, there's, like, a lot of lights and there's a lot of crew and there's a lot of tourists in the area. Sure. So there's, like, a lot of crowd control happening where they're, people are taking pictures, but they're trying to make sure that it's, like, you know, you know right. kind of stay out of... Out of the line of sight of the camera. Right. And they call the cops in for some of that, right? Just to help monitor yeah, like yeah, those yeah, motorcycles, the yeah, motorcycle there's, cops. There's definitely security on that. Mm-hmm. But um, there's this one area where I hear on like the on the, the headset that it's like somebody's trying to force their way through the, the barricade saying that they know people on the crew. And so like it wasn't my job, but I was like, I just want to go and see what's going on. And I look and I see that it's David Liebehart <laughs> trying to force his way through the barricades. And the PAs are saying like, sir, you need to stop. He's like, I will stop when you take my resume. <laughs> and I'm just like, so I, I just like, I just look at them and I'm like, that's David Liebehart. And they're like, you know who this guy is? I was just like, no, but I'm familiar with him. He's yeah. like, well, you try to talk to oh, him. God. Oh, God. God. So I walk right up as in like a little bit of like, you know, I'm not as nervous to be like, oh, hey, big fan. You're right. Because like then he'll find a way to get in. But right. then, so then I, I but then I just kind of walk up and I was like, sir, can I help you with something? And he like hands me like a resume, like a headshot oh and a God. whole like, you know, a CV. And, and she he, and he just like says like, hi, my name is David Liebehart. I have been a, a, a puppeteer for the past like 30 years or I forget what he, what the exact number is, but he's like, I've worked with Jim Henson personally. And <laughs> I think that I, and this was our, by the way, this is our last, last day of shooting. Last, shooting. Shot. last exact. Yeah. The yeah. last shot, last day of shooting. He's like, I, I'm, I just really like, I want to just, just make sure that like, you know, that I can, if there's a spot open that, that, that it's available to me. And oh my God. Like, he was just so panicked. Yeah, and so, he's so he okay. just like shoved it into my hands. And so I kind of took it. I was like, okay, well, thank you. Um, I, um, I'll go hand this to somebody and I'll see, <laughs> I'll see what we can do. And he's just like, you know, just uh, thank you. Thank you so much. And I was like, but then oh. I felt kind of bad because I didn't want to give him false hope. And I was like, yeah. but realistically, we're on like the last setup of the last shot. Yeah. Uh, to be completely honest, we're probably not going to bring you onto the project this right. late in the game. Right. And he's just like, okay. Uh, he, like he was just nodding. He's like, okay, well, um, w- well, I suppose that one day when you are... Um, when when he's like when when you are uh, in 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 dire need of something, uh, I hope uh, somebody uh, decides not to help you either and walks away. <laughs> oh wow! And I was just like, whoa! I was, I was like, I was job. trying to be nice. I was to the trying guy. to help you. Like, I was trying to look out. But he's just like, you took the like, resume yeah. and that you were honest. But, but the, and to oh. be honest, I did go to the production office and say like. Hey, <laughs> this guy gave this to me. Hey, now you know. I like, did it. If you, I did and, it. And you went as far as you could. But by that time, we were all done. And yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. The, sh- the show was over. Yeah. Unless you did like a rolling credits like number of him with his dog puppet. <laughs> no, we'd already finished all the Singing rolling credits stuff. So. Salome <laughs> and the Corinthians. All the rolling credits stuff was all wrapped up. We did. Oh, oh my, my God. God. That's really, really funny that he would just thought that he would get in that way too. That yeah. he'd be like, oh, here's an opportunity. I'm going to 
go through these barricades to get my resume. But that's like that. That's that. Those are the people that you know the kind of Tim and Eric have like recruited those like that that Craigslist kind of like I'm going to be an actor. I'm going to do anything I can, and I'm totally out of my mind. Yeah, but they're working hard. They're so there's something special about them. Very special. Um, They've been told that their whole lives. Maybe they haven't. Oh, maybe they haven't. Maybe they're searching for it. I love when we get deep. It happens every now and yeah, then. Yeah, I love when that Speaking happens. Speaking of dreams, um, my <laughs> Speaking of dreams, um, you know, Joe is uh, just begun his kind. I kind of forced this upon him. His <laughs> new uh, undertaking as a stand-up comedian. Yes, um, he performed <clears throat> at the Buchanan Arms open mic mm-hmm. for, just for my mm-hmm. birthday as per request, mm-hmm. and then had a follow-up performance at the three clubs mm-hmm. in Hollywood. So. It went scary. It was scary how good his two performances right, were. Right up, like, fresh it's off the bat. It's kind of not fair for a lot of those people that had been doing it for like ten years and were not as good as he was. But but it's are, still a frightening. Experience. Are you still are you still gonna follow? Are you gonna do another show? Yeah, probably. Okay, probably. But I'll uh, you know keep us posted. Of course, keep it'll be posted. under the name Joe, Joe Bayou. Okay, that was a mistake. <laughs> Oops, from the first. <laughs> From, from the, the first one, because I, uh, I had to sign my name on the list, and uh, I was really nervous, and I guess my, my penmanship was not really fantastic. Joe And Bayou. so when they announced me, they were like, Joe Bayou? And everyone who was there, <laughs> who knew me, just started shouting Joe, Joe Bayou, Bayou over Joe and over Bayou. again. Joe Bayou. That's amazing. And so, it's stuck. Yeah. And that's your stage name now. I suppose it is. We're, we're very, very happy to have you on the show, Joe Bayou. Yes, thank you so much, Joe Bayou. Yeah, thank you for having yeah. me. Yeah. It's and, been fun. I'll and tell mom you did a good job. Yeah, you thanks better. for being a good brother. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. This has been Weirdest Gig Ever. Yeah. And we'll be back soon. Goodbye. Take Goodbye. care, everyone. Enjoy. <laughs>